0: Welcome back to the Everlasting Rock Podcast. My name is Daniel, and thanks again for joining me on the Everlasting Rock Podcast. If you joined us last time, we talked about Psalm 1. We talked about building your life on the Lord, the light and the law of Yahweh, meditating on his word day and night, and as a result, you'll be like a tree firmly planted by streams of water. And so on this episode and in our next episode, we are going to continue to walk through the Psalms. But this time we're going to go to Psalm chapter 2. And I'm going to split uh, Psalm chapter 2 up into two different uh, podcast episodes. So this first podcast episode will be working through the first half of Psalm 2. And the second uh, podcast will be working through the second half of Psalm 2. So just a little bit of background before we get into Psalm 2. Psalm 2 was likely written by David. Psalm, psalm 2 was a common psalm for the people of Israel. It was likely quoted uh, during the installment of, of kings as a reminder and a charge to kings to rule rightly and justly. It is also a messianic psalm, with many verses speaking to the reign and rule of the ultimate king, which is Christ. And then this psalm is also quoted uh, multiple places in the New Testament. Uh, One of those quotations is in Acts uh, 4, 25-26, which mentions uh, David as the author. And Psalm 2 is a clear reminder of the power of God and the reign of Christ as king over all things. And so I'm going to be breaking this psalm into four different sections, four different parts. Uh, verses 1 through 3 talk about the, the plans of, of man. Verses 4 through 6 uh, talk about the response of God. Verses 7 through 9 talk about the plan of God. And then verses 10 through 12, the appropriate response of man. So let me read uh, Psalm chapter 2 for us. And again, I'll be reading from the Legacy Standard Bible. Psalm 2 says this, Why do the nations rage, and the peoples meditate on a vain thing? The kings of the earth take their stand, and the rulers take counsel together against Yahweh and against his anointed, saying, Let us tear their fetters apart, and cast their cords from us. He who sits in the heavens laughs, the Lord mocks them. Then he speaks to them in his anger, and terrifies them in his fury, saying, But as for me, I have installed my king upon Zion, my holy mountain. I will surely tell the decree of Yahweh. He said to me, you are my son. Today I have begotten you. Ask of me and I will surely give the nations as your inheritance and the ends of the earth as your possession. You shall break them with a rod of iron. You shall shatter them like a potter's vessel. So now, O kings, show insight. Take warning, O judges of the earth. Serve Yahweh with fear and rejoice with trembling. Kiss the sun lest he become angry and you perish in the way. For his wrath may soon be kindled. How blessed are all who take refuge in him. So many believe that uh, Psalm 2 would have been a continuation of, of Psalm 1. And so David, who we believe is the author of this psalm, begins by asking this question. Why do the nations rage? and the people's plot in vain? Why do they meditate on a vain thing? Why is it happening? Why is there chaos? Why is there anger? Why is there uproar? And he's going to answer that question in the following verse. And although this psalm was written to Israel uh, many years ago, it's truth and application still apply today as when it was first penned nations and people still rage today look out of your window and you still see there's chaos there's still war there's destruction amongst the nations today and so we see all of that happening all around us and then in verse 2 It says this, the kings of the earth take their stand and the rulers take counsel together against Yahweh and against his anointed, saying, so the answer for why the nations rage, why people are plotting in vain, meditating on a vain thing, the answer is that that kings and rulers take their stand. They take counsel together against Yahweh and against his anointed. They are actively taking a stand against God. And they're not just taking a stand against God the Father. They're also taking a stand against his anointed, which is Christ Jesus. And for the people in this context, when they received this psalm, they they would have understood why... Why the kings of the earth and uh, and why the nations are against the Lord and why there is this a rage of of nations because they they recognize that the the nations that that neighbored Israel were against God and so they knew the answer they knew that kings and leaders were against God and nothing has. Changed in our world. There's still chaos. There's still wars. There's still destruction. There's still confusion. There's still kings of the earth taking their stand against God. And rulers taking counsel together against Yahweh. It's still happening. And one theologian said this simple sentence. It is either Christ or chaos. It's as simple as that. It is either Christ or chaos. We must remember that all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Romans 3.23. None is righteous. No, not one. Romans 3.10. Those who are in the flesh cannot please God. Romans 8.13. James chapter 4 mentions that a friend of the world is an enemy of God. So these are It is either with Christ or against Christ. Neutrality is a myth. Leaders and people are still against God and against Christ. People love the darkness rather than the light because their works were evil. John 3, 19. And nations and leaders and people are still taking counsel against God and against his son. They love their sin and they are actively... Against Christ. It'll either be Christ or chaos in your life. Who are you going to submit to? Who are you going to put your trust in? And then verse 3 explains uh, what their opposition to God looks like. So they say, let us tear their feathers apart and cast away their cords from us. So they're not just standing against God and against Christ, but they are in a state of active rebellion against him. They are trying to free themselves from God's rules and instructions. They see God's command as as bondage, like slavery, and they want to tear completely away from it. And we can say the same exact thing today. Men love darkness rather than the light. And they not just only love the darkness rather than the light. They also seek to celebrate that darkness openly and proudly. And boldly in our day and age. And so what the psalmist talks about, what David talks about here in the psalm is what is happening Today, people are raging against the Lord. They're taking their stand against the Lord. They're taking a stand against his his commands, his instructions, and they see it as bondage. And so they're trying to free themselves entirely from it. But that freedom is no freedom at all. It's only just freedom to continue into bondage of of sin. That's the only freedom that they have: is that they're continuing to walk in in bondage of their sin. And so God responds in in verses four through six. And verse four says this: He who sits in the heavens, laughs. The Lord mocks them. So David records God's reaction. And he puts it in, in human terms. Anthropomorphic language is what he uses. He says, God is sitting in the heavens laughing. Man's plans are a laughing matter. Rebellion against God is a foolish and a laughing matter. The Lord knows the smallness of man's abilities And the Lord knows his powerful rule. He spoke creation into existence and rules over all things, including his creative world. God rules entirely over every man. Man's plans are incredibly foolish to try to successfully war against God and his ways. And then verse 5 says this, Then he speaks to them in his anger and terrifies them in his fury. So God responded earlier by by laughing at the foolishness of man's plans and now responds by, by by talking to them in his wrath. When men are apart from God, destruction is certain. Those who plot against God now experience great fear and terror when they hear the Lord. They refuse to be anywhere near the Lord. And when they... Hear and see the power of God. Utter terror and fear befalls them. And so, although they have tried to free themselves from the Lord, they are act, they're actively in rebellion against God. They're, they're trying to free themselves from the Lord's commands. The Lord is not moved. His power is is greater than any man's power. And those who have plotted against God are in terror of him. They seek to avoid him at all costs. They cannot be near his presence. They cannot be near believers because they get great fear and and terror when, when because they recognize that, that they're in rebellion against the almighty, holy God who, who rules and reigns over this entire world. And so they're going to experience terror for a long time. They're going to experience fear for a long time. They may try to suppress it, but it's always going to, to be there. And so, verse 6 now says this: But as for me, I have installed my king upon Zion, my holy mountain. So, the the climax of of God's response is found in the verse I just read, verse 6. The key to the psalm is this verse: The king has been installed. God appointed the king, and it was not through man's plans or ways. The king was established by God. The king is Christ. No rebellion or plan against Christ will succeed. All will be thwarted. Christ is king. When this psalm was written, they were looking forward to the coming king. But we now rejoice that, that Christ Has come that the king is reigning, his reign has been established, and in this we rejoice and worship the king for all of our days with all of our life. So, my question for you is Do you know the king? Have you trusted? in him and recognized your need for him? Or are you like the nations that are against the Lord? I pray that that you know the king. That you I've put all of your faith, all of your trust, all of your hope in Christ for salvation. We are all dead in sin apart from Christ, enemies of God, children of wrath, apart from Christ. And so it's either going to be Christ or chaos in your life. Your, Your life may look peaceful and calm at this present moment, but know that chaos will come. So it's either Christ or chaos. It's either great peace with Christ or great chaos without Christ. Because when you don't have Christ, you're going to be in, in fear of the Lord. You're going you're gonna to tremble at His name. Christ is King. Submit your life to Him. Go worship the Lord with, with everything that you have And tell people about the glorious king who is ruling and reigning over all things. Nations, people, are all in rebellion against Christ. All of us have sinned and, and fallen short of the glory of God. And we are enemies of God, apart from Christ. So submit your life to Christ. Establish Christ as king in your life. Repent of your sins. Trust in Christ, and remember that, that Christ is king. May he be the, the king of your life. Because when He's the king of your life, it will be a great joy to, to love him, to submit to his instructions and his commands, and you need, not, you need not fear when the nations rage. The nations will continue to rage. There will continue to be chaos when men have been in rebellion against God. So I pray that that was a a blessing and an encouragement to you. We're going to spend the next podcast episode working through the the second half of Psalm chapter 2. And Psalm chapter 2 is my favorite psalm. It is just such a relevant psalm for our day because we see so much chaos. We see so much raging of of nations in our time. And so I think this is just a, a glorious reminder that Christ is King. So I pray that you've submitted your life to Him, that you've put all of your trust, all of your hope in Christ. That you would stop walking by the world, stop walking in rebellion against Christ and submit your life to Him that you may have peace. Peace with God because your sin has been dealt with. So, trust in Christ Love Christ. Remember that Christ is King. Don't fear the raging of nations, because we know the Lord is sovereign, and the Lord is King. Thank you for listening to the Everlasting Rock podcast. For more podcast episodes, and to check out more of our resources, go to everlastingrock.net. That's everlastingrock.net.